PJ Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Tucker. If you can meme it, you can dream it. And we have Rozzy with us today. Hello guys, glad to be here again. Oh, that's lame. That's a lame. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to have Rozzy with us until about five minutes ago. But me, me either, Josh. I didn't know he was going to have Rozzy until five minutes ago. <laughs> I, <laughs> Rozzy's supposed to go to the gym in 20 minutes, but he figured he'd sit in. I'm supposed to write an essay right now. Yeah, we all should probably be doing something more important. I don't think uh, there's anything more important than something that has PJ in the title. Before we get to the discussion, uh, me and Evan did a a bit last week, so I'm going to throw to that, and then we'll be back to discuss afterwards. Yeah, and the PJ podcast would like to formally apologize for any gay sex you might hear between Josh and Evan. That's just something we can't control. It's it's going to happen naturally. All right, and now to okay. the Evan clip. <laughs> I'm here with Evan, and how's it going, Evan? You should restart and say welcome to the PJ Podcast. No, because this is going to get put in as a segment. Okay, should we redo the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 thing? No, we don't need to redo the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 thing. Anyway, good to have you here. I thought. You plan on sweating it up? Yeah, dude, I get a little nervous when I talk on Skype. Evan just applied deodorant. Are we keeping this? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Hi. Hello, PJ listeners. So, so I'm never going to bring you back on again. <laughs> so, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the music in 2016. Who are the standout bands to you, and what have you been listening to the most this year? There hasn't been a lot of music put out in 2016 that I've been like jumping on lately i've been listening to a lot of the empire of the sun's new album ever since well, it's I 2016 yeah that's 2016 like most of my favorite bands haven't put anything out yet mm-hmm. but uh i mean i really like that album it grooves a lot but ever since i got to college like you start going to parties more and you start listening to kind of different music you start hearing other people's stuff mm-hmm. and i kind of found the middle ground from rap because i don't really like rap too much but like like electronic dance music, not EDM, not like hardcore EDM or like old dude. I mean, electronic dance music is the definition. I know of EDM. it is, I, but I'm not talking like "Yo, bro, wait for the drop." I'm talking more like like Daft Punk stuff, sort of. Yeah. And like Empire of the Sun, those sort of. Yeah, things. I've been listening to Daft Punk a bit. They're pretty good. Yeah, and uh, I listen to a lot of Phoenix lately. Just kind of like funky, groovy stuff. Not necessarily like Strokes. The thing about Daft Punk rock. is they have this sort of like vibe. Now that they're like popular the past couple of years or whatever, but they have a back catalog of like so many different types yeah. of music. And when Daft Punk definitely. like came out with Random Access Memories, is that what it was called? Not sure to be honest. I think that was it. But uh, I was like Daft Punk. Like if, uh, they sound like they're a new band, but I'm pretty sure they've been out for like years. But it turns out like it's like t- 2000, like 1999 when they first started. Like yeah, they're an old band. Dude. Yeah, they've been around yeah. for a while. Yeah, and they were on the completely different scene. They weren't even on the mainstream scene. They were making, yeah. like, French house music or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cool stuff, though. It sounds cool. Catfish and the Bottleman's second album came out that's in 2016. True. No, that's true. Yeah, that is, that is that is like, the one, like, 
rock band that I've listened to the most in 2016. They're yeah. awesome. Like, I'm not gonna act like they're writing some of the greatest songs ever, but like, they're they're good too, and so they're just like cutting. This You're is cutting this out is, a bit right now. Wait a I'm, second. I'm cutting out. Yeah. Ah shit! It does say I'm red. The network. Yeah, I think quality. you have poor connection right now. You're That's, you're better now though. Okay. Yeah, we have a we have a joke. It's called like wireless shit net instead of wireless pit net, right? Funny. Yeah. That was a good one, man. Yeah. Did I you come up, up with that? No, nah, I didn't come up with. It. Nah. Okay. I should have though. I'm glad you're sharing it. Yeah, that's probably my favorite album of the year, even though I've only been listening to it semi recently. Yeah, it's well, it's past pretty, couple months. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean, Van just like writes so many songs. I don't understand. Like. I'm kind of jealous of his ability to just pound out songs. Apparently, he wrote 300 songs, and he's going to make, like, three albums off of those 300 songs. What, you say songs. that in an interview or something? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I mean, they only have two albums thus far. He has, like, the first five albums planned, like, in his head. Like, he knows everything that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, Yeah. I don't know. He's, like, really calculated with it. It's kind of freaky, uh, actually. But yeah, It no, seems a little music. unfun, to be honest. It does seem kind of unfun. <laughs> it does, like... I don't know. Like, all of their album covers are going to be black with a white, like, logo on it. They're all going to look I do dig like the that. vibe. Yeah. I do dig the, the look. I don't know if I want every album. Like, I'll probably get tired of it, but for yeah. now, I mean, it's good. Oh, well, 2016, I mean, this literally just happened today on November 10th. Childish Gambino put out that new song, so he's coming out with a new album soon. I never really it's listened to It's been a good year for pop music yeah i think nothing's been like, like overly shitty i don't like pop that much like i know that sounds pretty um you know alternative but it has been a good year for pop music i'm not gonna act like i, I didn't get down to uptown funk i mean like oh, that that wasn't even this year though i know it wasn't this year but it carried <laughs> over like it's so good i'm still riding the get lucky train like you know i think it's funny that everyone refers to it as um um um, Bruno Mars song, but it's actually a Mark Mark Ronson song. Yeah, he, he did, actually wrote it. Yeah, he did everything. But like, it's like, yeah, dude, Bruno Mars, dude. But yeah, I mean that's how, I mean that's how pop music is. Didn't Beyonce come out that some lemonade connection album? Problems right now on Evans End. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Beyonce put out Lemonade, but I didn't really listen to it at all. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think I've heard a single song from it, but people seem to like it. So that's cool. That Lady Gaga album is supposed to be good. Well, at least I, you think it would be. I, I didn't listen to it, did you? That one song that she put out with Tame Impala, uh, Kevin Parker, Tame Impala's Kevin Parker, and uh, well, there are a bunch of people on it. Wasn't Mark Ronson on that? Yep. He was on it. Yeah, I think he um, produced it. And what's his name? Uh, Josh Holm. Yeah, Josh Holmey. Yep, they Which, were according to Patrick Carney, sounds like Hulk Hogan playing the guitar. <laughs> Honestly, I tried so hard to like that song, but I don't really like it. Yeah, I didn't really like it either. Makes, makes, me, makes me bummed, because those are like a bunch of incredible musicians. Yeah, dude, it's amazing that you can have so many incredible musicians, but you throw Lady Gaga in the mix, and it's just like... I mean, she's a really good musician, too. I know she is. I know she, she is. It's yeah. just like... I don't know. It sounded like it was so forced. Yeah. A perfect illusion. It's like they just pick like two kind of like edgy words and threw them together, and I don't know. I guess it could be cool. Yeah, Weezer even put out a new album this year, but that was a while ago now. Wait, and I did, actually thought 
They did? Yeah, they put out the White Album in like, I don't oh, know, shit. mid-year. That one song, King of the World, plays on the radio a lot. I stopped listening to Weezer. Yeah, I don't really listen to them actively, but they put out the album, and I was like, I heard a couple songs, and I was like, oh, this is bad. Back to the Shack was a kind of cool song, but it was like, oh, wait, didn't Green Day put out an album? Oh, it's Yes, rough. Green Day did it's put so out an album. It's so bad. <laughs> it's not good. Like Revolution Radio, dog. Revolution. They're coming to Pitt. They're going to play at like the, the arena that's right next to my dorm. I'm not going because it's like $70 for a ticket, and I don't oh want to, I mean, like, you just, like, look up on stage and you see, like, black hair and eyeliner and you're like, ah, oh, that's Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only, like, two distinct things I'll be able to make out from the seats I can afford are his hair and his eyeliner. Did you know that Mike Dern's last name isn't actually Dern? I think I did know that. What was it? it? Like, in middle school, he would always play air guitar and go, Dern, Dern, when he played the chords. So people started calling him Mike Dern. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> no. Dude, I read a thing about it. I can't get over that. I know, it's so bad. <laughs> like, he did it so much that people started calling him that. That's the thing. Like, he did it that much. Dude, he just loved air guitar, dude. Like, do you think it was like in the middle of class? He would just like walk in, like head banging, dirt, dirt, dirt. That's rough. Hey, he, I mean, jokes on us, dude. He probably makes a lot more money yeah. off, of, <laughs> off of dirt and, and he revolutionized the radio. So like, <laughs> as much as like American Idiot is like was like a good album for Green Day. It's just, it's so, like, I, I wish they were the old Green Day. I mean, like, there's so many bands that you can look back and say. I miss the old say, Green Day. There's so many bands that you can just, like, look back and be like, yeah, they were better before they changed. Nobody likes the new version of any band. Like, honestly. Except for Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, it's getting kind of weird. Kind of rough. I don't know. That's good. I mean, it's definitely, like, it's good music. I would, I like listening to it. It's just... Oh, yeah, I like it, too. Their uh, their early their second and third album were just like their their middle their middle core albums were just like they're getting so creative. It sounds like mm-hmm. it was like it was awesome. It's like the sounds you hear is like I've never heard anything like that. But there are like eight sounds that you've never heard before, and then they all get thrown into the same song. And you're like that. They was got awesome. all eight of them, dude. All, all eight. The, all eight, eight, the yeah. only eight sounds I've never heard before. Yeah. And they just trying to make a cool comment and decide yeah. to come in there. And <laughs> take that from me. Suck It and See was, like, such... I think that was as far as they should have taken it in the mainstream direction. Not yeah. that I don't like AM, but, like, I would have rather they stopped there. Yeah. I mean, there... I guess, like, there are only a few songs on AM that are, just like, that mainstream. But they're just so mainstream that it's, like... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Fireside isn't a mainstream song by any chance. Like, yeah. Fireside, that's good. Like, Are You Mine? Like, that's just... That's that's not like a that, you know like do I want to know, but like I don't dude, know. Dude, I love those songs when they came out, but like after the one hundred and fifty thousandth time, yeah. like snap out of it. Like I don't like that one. Really, I like it. I don't know. it it's just I like, like socks a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I like them. It's just I I, I like humbug sound the sound more yeah. than like humbug is quite a 
that's its own album. I don't think anything fits that yeah. genre. I don't think I don't think that I would be as tired of the Arctic Monkeys sound if it wasn't for the fact that I have to watch Alex Turner dance to his his songs. <laughs> I think if like if I would have just never seen him like do his little dad dance. I think I would still be like, oh yeah, AM's like top ten. Dude, it's amazing that he doesn't have children. Like, I thought only dads could pull off those moves, yeah. dude. Like, like, maybe he does and he's not telling anyone, but like, because like all of a sudden it was like, boom, dad dance moves. Like that, that doesn't happen overnight unless a child is born. Like, it's like it's like long games. You start like as you, soon as your yeah. first your first kid's born, your baseball mitt gets twice as broken and dusty, <laughs> and those dance moves hit and you, dude. And your cornhole game just explodes your horseshoes game explodes <laughs> and your jokes can your, <laughs> they get really good but not in the good kind of good like, like you've never seen kind of lawn bad, darts though. like if you're a dad in 2000 if you first became a dad in 2016 it doesn't matter that lawn darts have been banned since 1980 if you picked up a lawn dart you'd be dirty at it it doesn't matter <laughs> your baseball mitt gets twice as broken in <laughs> You know those, you know those dads that were all the sporting events. Like when it was, it was possibly going to be rainy. There was that one dad who always had like his iPad or his phone, who like was the weather master. Like he was like, oh no, you know, every dad is the weather master. <laughs> there was that they always one... have some obscure site you never heard of. They're like, it's the only reliable site, and like, they and they, check they, it they're looking at the, they're looking at the map. They have like the map that changes. Like, ah, oh, yeah, it's going to pass, and they're never right. They're never right. <laughs> Man, Tucker's dad knows the weather. My dad, I'm not even kidding. My dad, will, when we're at the beach, like, it'll look kind of cloudy. And we're like, ah, shit, like, what's going to happen? And my dad will walk out. He's like, ah, it's not going to rain. We're like, it'll be like, and it doesn't. It doesn't. And, or it'll be, it'll be like sunny. And he'll just go, he'll, he'll just kind of peer from the distance. He's like, it's going to rain later today. And he's, he's always right. I can't, I can't, like. Maybe he should be, be doing meteorology on the side, dude, just like a second paycheck. But, like, who's going to hire him on the on the premise that he can look outside? He's like, yeah, I can look outside and tell if it's going to rain or not. No one's going to believe you. They can cut back the budget so much on research, dude. They just have him. <laughs> they just put him up in a hot air balloon and he walkie-talkies down what's going to happen. And that's how, that's how, that's a new weather channel, uh method twice as accurate 150 percent cheaper dude like you know how that you know that guy's name's like hurricane schwartz Dave, <laughs> my dad my dad's gotta have a name who's that like, one weather guy who always wears a bow tie yeah it's, it's like that's hurricane oh, schwartz it is, that is, yeah, yeah it's hurricane schwartz and my grandma was a huge fan of him like i don't know why but like she like i don't know she's did he a pass? fan what did he pass away yeah he said <laughs> was a huge fan Oh, I, don't, I just don't know if my Grammy watches the weather anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she doesn't really have much need to watch the weather. She kinda okay, like, I thought that was going to be worse. When I, when I realized I was wrong, I thought you were going to give me a different type of news. But I'm glad it's nah. just she doesn't tune in yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, she just doesn't tune in. She lives in a nursing okay. home, so like she doesn't really go outside. <laughs> I'm not sure if she knows. This is way too sad. Yeah, okay, it's kind of sad. Let's, well, let's move on, on to, to something else. On, in the same strain as your dad, yeah. can we talk about the fact that he collects pens from every every opportunity he has? Yeah. So the other day, I was just kind of like I was walking through one of the uh, like the more active buildings on campus, where like a lot of there's like a lot of classes there, and like sometimes people will set up stands, and 
they're like, I don't know. Like they're like, want a free pen? And I was like, oh, there's going to be something attached to this. And my friend goes, no, thanks. And I'm like, yeah, what do I got to do? And they said, just take the pen. And I was like, absolutely. I'm going to take this. Pen. <laughs> like, it's like my dad, like I was like, all I could think of was my dad because when we were at like, like he, he'll always do it. Like if he said, like if he like, signs, <laughs> if he like signs the check somewhere and like the restaurant has their own pen, so he'll just pocket it. <laughs> or like if he's at the credit union, he always takes it. And one time we were at a, like, like that was like the thing, all the organizations on campus had their own pens. And so at orientation, there were like a couple stands set up and my dad went to every single stand and got a pen. My dad went to the LGBTQ stand. My dad went to the LGBTQ stand, looked at him, smiled, nodded, waved, (laughs) took a pen and kept going. I wasn't even with him. Dude, I bet your dad's never bought a pen in his life. I don't think he has either. But yeah, so I told, but no, on my way out of that building, then they offered me another free pen. And I was like, absolutely. So I, so I got two of those pens. I'm holding it right now. In, is it nice? Is it quality? Yeah, it's, from, it's from Acura. Um, I don't know what pen brand it is, but it's black. It's kind of like slender. It's got a grip on it. It's pretty good. Except in the last episode, Rosie and I got into a pretty good pen discussion. We're, we're very into business-related pens. Yeah. I mean, like, one time, uh, one of my friends, uh, he, he we were walking across the street. Like, we, we were kind of like, like, we were jaywalking. I'm not going to lie. We were jaywalking. And he bent down to pick up a pen. He's like, oh, it's a Pilot G2 or whatever. I don't know. Like, what type of pen? I have is? those, dude. Yeah, yeah. And he says that he goes down to pick it up, trips and falls in the middle of the street. <laughs> I mean, and keep in mind, we were jaywalking. So, like, the cars are actually oh. kind of coming. And he, he also, he was holding ice cream, but like he did the whole, like, don't drop the beer thing. Like he still got his ice cream up. I bend down to pick him up to like help him because the cars are coming. My pants rip at the butt straight down the middle. Wait, when was this? This was last semester. This was last semester. We're on our way to physics class. I'm like, I, I was just like, we get across the street and I look at him like, Hey dude, I gotta go. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, uh, my pants just ripped. (laughs) So I lower my backpack and walk straight back to class. But anyway, like, so pens are important to some people, like, in the middle, in the middle of Fifth Avenue, which is, like, kind of a busy street. They're important street. to me, dude. Yeah, I'm holding one. But, uh, but yeah, no, my dad, my dad collects pens, so I sent him, uh, I sent him a text telling him I got two free pens one day. I was like, yeah, I got two free pens. It's, like, not even 11 o'clock. And he's like, he's like, he's like, you've done well. Proud of you, son. <laughs> Next day, he texts me, he texts me that he picked up a new pen at the, uh, at the credit union. He's like got another one of those nice orange ones, and I like I know what pen he's talking about. So wait, he has enough that you're like familiar with it, and he still grabs another. Like he only has like two pens that he uses, but he's got like sixty pens. Okay, we got to move on. Star Wars Rogue One. Have you watched the most up to date trailer? I I'm avoiding all trailers. I like to go okay. in like fresh. I was avoiding the trailers as well, but I kind of caved yeah, this caves. past week. I'm pretty excited. It looks pretty good, dude. Yeah. I'm I think Go ahead. I I think it's going to be good. Like I have no doubt that it's going to be a good movie. They said they were reshooting stuff and people are all nervous, but like if you're reshooting things that means that you're you care about it, you know? It's if kind it's... of funny that it's about the re- the part of the rebellion that stole the plans for the Death Star, but in episode 4 like it's just like these clunky people like like oh yeah, we got like whatever, but like yeah, in, the, yeah. in this in this movie, it's like so hardcore and intense. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's so great. 
I don't think when he made the first movie that he knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I'm just, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of funny when you're like, those are those. Like you watch this movie, yeah, yeah, and how no, yeah. badass they are, and then you watch episode four, and it's like, really? That's what this. Those are the people. Yeah, that's what they amount to. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I mean, uh, the the kind of shit that they can pull now, like he, that one scene, like it was even it was in the one the episode seven trailer when like the planes came like swooping down and like ran across the water. Like that was so mm-hmm. cool. Like I imagine there's going to be so many cool things like that. Yeah, the and scenery the, and the CGI. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, be cool. I'm pretty. How familiar are, familiar are you with like extended universe stuff? Like basic like, extent, like the, like the Clone Wars and like Star Wars Rebels, like that one cartoon they had. I've never really dug into it, but I mean, I've heard enough about it from people who have. Yeah, I mean, I watched the Clone Wars. It was like really good. I, I know just, you do. I did. All right, I watched it before. <laughs> I would watch it again. Um, it was like actually really, really good. It, yeah, it's right. It actually kind of made the prequels like able. You're able to appreciate it because everything where you're like, "What was the point of that?" They're like, "Oh, let's let's cover our asses and talk about this in the Clone Wars now." But yeah, they kind of pulled a lot of things together. And in the show, though, Anakin he had a Padawan named Ahsoka. I mean, it's Ashoka. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Something to that effect. And she eventually, like, spoiler alert, she eventually leaves. Uh, she like leaves the Jedi Order. She comes back after the third movie, you know, all that shit happened. So she doesn't die because, like, she wasn't a Jedi Knight. She kind of, like, got fed up with the whole thing. Then mm-hmm. she comes back in Star Wars Rebels. She's in that now. I'm not caught up. I have no clue what's happening. But they brought her back. They made that show when Disney acquired, uh, like, Star Wars. And then... Okay. So I, I'm, I feel like she's going to be in the movie. Well, is it official? Whether is that movie? Is that not movie? Is that show uh, canon or no? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Everything that Disney does from oh, now on is, is going to be canon. So, like they, okay. like so they left that open ended in the Clone Wars. They had no clue if there was ever going to be another show or another book or anything. They kind of left it mm-hmm. open ended. Disney acquires it and is like, yeah, let's definitely bring her back. So, like, mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of playing on that. Like, they they might bring her in, but I like like I said, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I really like episode seven. In, if so they were, if they keep on. Go ahead. Yeah, all I'm saying is if they bring her back, like she's probably gonna die because <laughs> like, they can't explain it. They can't that. explain. Yeah, they can't. Expi- like yeah. she's yeah, she's gone. <laughs> yeah, I really liked episode seven. So if they keep on making decisions the way they did with episode seven, I think it's gonna continue to be good. Yeah, definitely. Although I, they're basically just printing money at this point because no one's Star Wars hype is going anywhere. Yeah, like, I th- actually heard someone say like, "I think I'd get tired of Star Wars movies." I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." I hope they make Star Wars movies till the day I die, dude. Yeah, what In if trilogy you, format? What if you die like pretty soon though? Well, then sucks for the rest of the world. But yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like dick to like put that on you, you know? <laughs> like now we're all tied to you. Hey, better um, me than you. I guess def- definitely, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Really, you're cutting me out this soon. Yep, that's it. It's all your time you get. No more. <laughs> Maybe next time. All right, are we gonna apply cap- for a longer, a longer segment. All right. How much? Like, like how much longer? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> all right. Just so you guys know, the uh, Josh is putting exit music on this time, so uh, should be pretty excited to listen to that exit music. I didn't show Evan the music previously, and he was really bummed about it because he needed it to get in the zone. I feel like whatever, like Josh is going to sense the mood that we that we've set during this podcast, and he's going to 
pick the music accordingly. Like that, like I'd trust him to do that. Okay, Evan, see you later. See you guys. Welcome back. So the first thing I want to talk about with you guys is Rogue One, the new Star Wars movie coming out. Wait, can uh, what's Star Wars? Rosie, I, I don't I know how to respond to, to about, that. I want to talk to you. No, no, you don't have to respond. Just ignore it. Uh, I want to talk to you about <laughs> Rogue One. I I think it's going to be good. I think it I might. Think it looks fantastic. I I like sent a text in the group chat the other day in the group me. And I said, I think it might be the best movie since Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah what What do you have to that. base that on? Because Empire was a really fucking good movie, just like from a that, pure film standpoint. Empire is easily the best Star Wars movie that's been made. We all agree on that, right? I agree. Well, it's my favorite. I, I don't agree. I don't agree. Okay. I do really, really like it, but my favorite's Return of the Jedi. I agree. That's a good one, too. But I think that might be right behind Rogue One. Well, my, my theory mm-hmm. is... This movie all ever. the Star Wars movies have this little thread of the Force. You know what I mean? How, like, they're all Skywalkers. You feel like, okay, it's all going to turn out good in the end. You know what I mean? Even in, in The Force yeah. Awakens, you kind of, like, have that feeling of oh, the Force is going to do something and something happen- Like something's going to happen and it's going to turn out well for everybody. But That's in Rogue you One, know the there's no... Right now, I don't know if there's any, like, Force wielders. So it's like anybody's game. Anything can happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost grittier and more down to earth and, like... Well, of course, there's force wielders because it's taking place between, you know, three and four. But whether or not they're going to be involved in the rebellion—that's what I mean. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I still feel have like to it... assume the good guys are going to win. But I guess it is. It does make it less predictable. Well, we already know the outcome because we've all seen episode four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I just feel like it's a grittier. But... I don't know. It's not as like fantasy as the other ones. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Evan was talking about on the on the previous thing about the tie-ins with the what was it? It was a th- it was a it was a series. It was like a cartoon series or something. I think it was Rebels. Oh it yeah, was called. Star Wars Rebels. And he's interested to see how that's going to play into uh, this movie because it takes place around a similar time. Uh, you know what Star Wars cartoon I've really been getting into lately. Clone Wars? Uh, none of them, because I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I talked to Tucker about this already. NFL Network is adding this new show. It's a comeback oh of Pimp My Ride, <laughs> except it's called Tackle My Ride, and they're all uh, very aggressively NFL-themed vehicles, and it's, they look as awful as you'd imagine. I'd like to point out that when Josh told me this, I... 100% in, in complete honesty thought he was completely fucking with me. Like, I'm like, there is no way that NFL Network is going, <laughs> in 2016, is going to air a Pimp My Ride redo with ridiculous NFL. I'm like, okay, that's clearly that's clearly something fake. The title the title isn't even clever. It's just Tackle My Ride. It's, it's not even... <laughs> I like to, I kind of wish that that's what it literally was. Like a, like Someone just some, comes and tackles your 1995 yeah, yeah. Honda Civic. Yeah, like, a, like a like a Eagles fan is just like, yeah, I have this, I have this old Dodge, and then Sean Lee just comes out and just tackles the shit out of it. I wonder if uh, the one with Tom Brady, they're going to deflate his tires. <laughs> you know what's funny is uh, the Cowboys just played the Steelers, and my roommates are from Pittsburgh, 
So since I'm from Dallas, I had a bet with one of them. You're not from Dallas. Tucker's not from Dallas. He is wearing a Dallas Stars hat right I am now. Wearing a Dallas just Stars got hat yesterday, and they, and they suck. So I'm not a bandwagon <laughs> fan. But he had a, he's like, let's do a jersey bet. So whoever loses has to wear the opponent's jersey on Monday, which is just a terrible bet to make for him because not only are the Cowboys an objectively much better team as they are now eight and one, and the Steelers are what five hundred going into this game. Couldn't um, tell you. We also live in Pittsburgh territory. <laughs> and ca- and everybody hates Dallas fans. So the two options were I have to wear an AB jersey in Pittsburgh the day or not in Pittsburgh but in Pittsburgh territory the day after a Steelers win, which is fine. Or he has to wear a Sean Lee jersey in Pittsburgh territory the day after the Cowboys beat the Steelers which I have no problem putting on a Steelers jersey. I imagine 31 other NFL teams don't want to wear a Cowboys jersey. And as we all know, Cowboys, easy win. Easy win. Ezekiel Elliott, absolute monster. Next question. That that wasn't even a question. You just kind of went off on that. Next but... question. Thanksgiving's coming up. Oh. Oh, hey, a uh, little, little preview for those listening to the podcast. Hopefully, now, I'm not, not making any promises, but there's some high-end whiskey being sold at our favorite neighborhood liquor store. It's called Bird Dog. I don't know if you guys ever had it, but it is delicious nope. and it is real cheap. So that might be my Friendsgiving present to you all. Right, there's cinnamon and apple, so I think I might have to get both. Yeah, next week, the day before Thanksgiving, is Friendsgiving at Tucker's house. Is, are are we settled on Wednesday? Is it? Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, everyone's okay with Wednesday. I, I No one's opposed it. Yeah, I think everybody's going to be good then, though. That's it's, pretty much the best day to do it. At some point, I'm going to visit my roommate during Thanksgiving break, but that's probably Monday or Tuesday. So we should okay. be fine. Wait, when, when do you get home, Tuck? Is it next Tuesday? No, I get home Friday. I think okay. it's on Tuesday. I said I could pick him up in Harrisburg because if I visit my roommate on Tuesday in Harrisburg. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I thought like I was wondering why you guys got out so late, but never mind. No, I'll be Friday, and then I'm going back to state either Friday or Saturday of next week. Definitely not Sunday because there's a home game Saturday. So the Wawa closest to where we live is closed for the month. What? Are you fucking so- kidding me? Yeah, I went there to get coffee this morning, and it was closed, but... Okay, maybe I'm not coming to, home. We can go to the one on uh, Rock, near uh, the giant that Dean used to work at. Yeah, I was hoping that we could go to a less fucking phenomenal version. I mean, it's still Wawa, so a it's A less still... phenomenal gas station. You guys it's should host free. a podcast from Wawa. Well, well we're th- hosting next week's podcast from Friendsgiving, so it's going to be well, a special episode. Yeah, that'd be lit. Yeah. I like how we can freely talk about Friendsgiving because anybody who listens to this podcast is already going to be going to Friendsgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, pretty much. Special, uh, there might be the chance my sister got me that Irish whiskey. I don't Ooh. know. I haven't talked to her. I'm going to find out when I get home. So oh, is she back yet? Yeah, she got back. She was in Ireland. Yeah, she was in Ireland for a week. And she went all around the country, visited a bunch of places, went to a bunch of breweries, distilleries. Bunch of, you know, and learned about culture and history of a and, great country. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just drank. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I want to go study Amsterdam's culture, if you know what I mean. 
I know what you mean, Tuck. I mean, mar- most, like marijuana. That would be the most dangerous place for Tucker to go. Because <laughs> Tucker cannot, Tucker has no self-control. I'm pretty sure I can freely get marijuana just as easily in Amsterdam as I can in State College, Pennsylvania. It's not that that it's not that that I'm concerned about, Tuck. It's the other things. What other things? Oh, it's I forgot Amsterdam. prostitution was legal in Amsterdam. Really? Okay, well, I wasn't taking it that far. Dude, why don't we go to Amsterdam? All right, I'm going to hit, hit you guys with a potential scenario. You have to be 100% honest because no one ever lied on a podcast before. Okay. okay. Situation. You're single, an adult, in a city where prostitution is legal. Do um, you do it? None of those things. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Josh. I said in this imaginary scenario, you're single. I don't know if you heard that. You don't actually have to answer now. Yeah, but I have to be an adult too. That's too much. That's that's too much of a stretch. <laughs> that's a deal breaker there. <laughs> Rosie, would you pay for a prostitute in a legal place, assuming that you uh, you're single? Um. No. Well, do I get to pick? <laughs> I mean, like, I assume so. I haven't been uh, to a brothel, but I would I, not. I regardless. imagine you don't just pay a hundred dollars and walk into a room where any old skank is behind the door. <laughs> I imagine that's like you get to choose. You'll go into McDonald's, hand them a five, and hope you get a Whopper. I go to the Especially high class. I go to the high class because they brothel. don't serve Whoppers. If I, if I went to a brothel, I'd ball issue. out. I buy a bad bitch. I wonder <laughs> how much balling out. Like I wonder how much like a high end brothel is. I bet. I don't really want to know. Ask Omar Odom, dude. <laughs> Josh. Wait, are you talking Josh, about Kelly Kardashian? Josh, real talk. How do I ask Lamar Odom? <laughs> I, I don't know, how do you want me to do that? Maybe maybe he'll hear this and he'll come on next week. Describe step for step the process of me going from not knowing to contacting Lamar Odom to knowing. Roz? Do you have any contacts there? I can't help you there. Okay. <laughs> I know a boy named Lamar. Actually, no, I know a kid named Kobe. We can get him oh, on shit. here. Oh, then we're good. How would you guys describe your uh, coffee drinking habits? Slim. Fiendish. Fiendish. What would you consider yours, Russ? Sorry. And catch it. Very slim. I, I don't. Very slim. Yeah. Instant coffee is the only thing I have. That's I'm terrible. I'm not saying. I'm not saying I need coffee necessarily, but I am. Let me I let me fill it. you in on this morning. Um, I straight up left. I made coffee and then straight up left without it because I was so tired from not drinking my coffee. <laughs> it was a long day. Until, oh, speaking of coffee, I got my coffee today during my quiz in uh, my math class, I spilled like a a whole gulp of coffee onto my quiz, and I handed it in while it was still wet. <laughs> Did they say anything? <laughs> no, but I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty damp, dude. In my horticulture class, so far I haven't handed in a single dry piece of paper because, because <laughs> like when we have to go like do research and like take uh-huh. studies and stuff, it's in the greenhouse, and all the all the mist, all the uh, misting things are set on mm-hmm. a timer, and I always forget about it. It's like six minutes, so I'll be sitting there taking readings, and the mist will just shoot everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, but in this scenario, I'm in a classroom taking a 30-minute quiz. She hands out the paper, and 30 minutes later, I hand it in, and it's wet. (laughs) (laughs) Did she even question it? No. You should have offered some coffee to her. And I was too far into it to, like, get a new one. Like, I was almost done. I'm I'm like, I'm handing this in. Was it light roast or dark roast coffee? 
It was medium, actually. That's a hot take. Which do you prefer, light or dark? I prefer dark for the most part, but sometimes I'll go for a light. Like, I won't mind a pumpkin spice every now and again, and that's light. I'm a big pumpkin spice fan. I really fuck with vanilla, and vanilla's light, but I'm not yeah, picky. I hate that it's, like, girly, but, like, come on now. Like, it's pretty good. Dark. I, I like mine dark. If yeah, anyone, I like it dark 90% of the time. If anyone ever calls you girly for drinking a certain type of coffee, then they're not the kind of person I want to associate with. How do you take your coffee? Black. Me too. I got shit on for drinking black coffee the other day. Like, like I feel like black coffee drinkers are typically elitist, so I try not to be. But, like, I got a cup of black coffee the other day, and someone's like, hope you enjoy your black bean water. I'm like, fuck you, you're drinking sugar. Black is fine, but I take mine with a little bit of half and half and sugar. Like, that's fine. Yeah, I enjoy, like, people think that, like, oh, you drink black coffee, you must, like, you must be, like, an asshole or, like, think everything else is sugary. Like, I'll fucking drink it with half and half and cream and sugar and shit. I just also like it black. Sue me. Sorry I'm a coffee fiend. Don't worry, Tucker. The whole Italian population's with you there. Like, all Italians I know drink black coffee. That's just how it is. I feel, uh, last week or two weeks ago, I was out of coffee for like a week straight and just haven't gone to the grocery store. So I was like, mm-hmm. just living without coffee. And then I finally went and I got like a heavy roast and like got back, made a huge ass mug. I was fucked up from that coffee. <laughs> like my caffeine tolerance was just gone. And like, I was literally like jittering and like teeth clanking. It felt like I took Addy. I currently have three different blends of coffee, like in big, like, grounds containers at my house right now i have french blend Ooh. i have colombian Ooh. and i have coffee house oh all folders i'm a big i'm a big breakfast blend kind of guy even if Isn't it's not late though yeah, yeah. So, you say that like i'm an asshole for it <laughs> i said light's okay sometimes yeah well how about every single morning you fucking asshole that's fine dude whatever gets you going i'm so excited for next semester Here's my my classes. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, classes only. Nine to noon every day. But nine, that's that's practically eight. I mean, oh. I hate nine. Nine, that's practically, it's like five. five and five <laughs> is practically four, so it's basically like I, 3 a.m. Yeah. Dude, I, I overslept my 10 a.m. today. Like, I haven't gone to a 10 a.m. in like a week. Damn. I have a 9 yeah, a.m. tomorrow. That's, that's what I'm talking about, Roz. Oh, I, I oh, have no. a four o'clock too, and I've I've overslept that. You overslept your four o'clock. Yeah. Like, did you did you take a nap or did you just never get up? I just never got up. <laughs> I got up at five that day. You know, it's funny that someone pointed out to me the other day is I've I have I can miss my nine a.m. three times so far. I've missed it six, and someone's like, "You have so much trouble waking up for a nine a.m." and I've never seen you miss a seven thirty a.m. pregame, and I'm like. Uh, I have no <laughs> response to that. <laughs> I'm so Do glad. Do you guys shower before class in the morning? Uh, I'm Depends not. I'm not consistent with that. I change. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I usually go without showering, but don't come home and shower after my first class. Yeah, the problem, that's how I do it. My morning routine is always fucked up because I always, like, underestimate how long it's going to take me to get ready. I'm basically a girl. Like, I have friends who are girls who take a fourth. I know, crazy. I have friends who are girls who take a fourth of the time to get ready in the morning than I do. Even if I don't shower. I take a pretty long time. I won't lie. My, be, my ritual is, like, at least 45 minutes. 
To be fair, a large percentage of that is me shitting. You have to be fair, dude. That's fair. <laughs> Do you guys have a go-to shit spot on campus? Not that I care to talk about on here, but Roz probably does. Oh, I will talk in length about my favorite shit spot. I actually, I actually do have one. Fifth right. floor in the library. Ooh, giving it away. What if someone from Vodtech hears this, and then all of a sudden it's not your shit spot? There's, two, there's two bathrooms, so they won't know which one. Well, I mean, they could narrow it down pretty well. Yeah, but I don't know what, they don't know what toilet. I won't say where mine is, but it's like near a bunch of professor offices, and it is... Uh, I'll give you a couple of ratings. Wi-Fi, 4 out of 5. Lighting, 5 out of 5. Size, 4 out of 5. Vacancy, 4 out of 5. Ventilation, 4 out of 5. Okay, Just now... Great, great numbers across the board. Size, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about size you? Of- <laughs> size of the stall, you Okay. Cut. Only problem with it is it's located in the same hallway as one of my professor's offices, and I'm worried that he's going to go in there as I'm going in there. Like I'm like, finish job, a monster load, and then walk out, and he's just like, hey, I teach you Cass. <laughs> and with that unfortunate low point, we are going to finish this up. Next week's episode is going to be Friendsgiving, so that'll be Wednesday, so it won't get up until later in the week. But... Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Tuck. It's been a great time. And thank you, Roz, for joining. Um, I didn't even know you were going to be here until we started. Yeah, I didn't either, so it was a good time anyways. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Love you.